Speaking of rock and roll, uh-huh. who's a better kisser, Timothy Chalamet or Mateo? You guys. <laughs> I love oh. uh, Yay! Hey, y'all. I'm Brandi Cyrus. Wait, are we live? And that's my mom, Tish. Sorry, she's stoned. Hey, stoners, welcome back to the podcast. Tish is already on one, as if you can't tell. What are you drinking? <laughs> First of all, the vodka. It's a vodka. It sounds insane to call it a vodka. Like That's what it is. But actually, I was saying vodka years ago when I was trying to build the um, show Cyrus versus, wait, not Cyrus versus, what was it called? Seriously, seriously, Cyrus. Cyrus, like twenty years uh-huh. ago, and none of my kids would jump on the bandwagon. I and did. It, you, t- yeah, you did. <laughs> Family ride or die. <laughs> anyway, I was calling it a vodcast then. You sure were. You were? Yeah, she loves That's to feel smart. like she was ahead of the trends. I'm because I always am. I love that. I love that. Uh, Well, guys, if you can't tell, we have a guest this week. This is one of my absolute best friends in the world, Marta Posen. (laughs) And she's nervous about introducing herself. So we came up with a really official bio. So the stoners can know what you're all about. And then if you want to add anything, you can. How about that? Are you ready? Uh, I don't know. (laughs) Did you write this? No. Okay, great. The producers. Yeah. Marta Posen is an Italian actress, writer, and creator living in Los Angeles, California. She has appeared in commercials for brands like Samsung, Modelo, American Express, and many globally recognized brands. Marta has starred in A Dark Foe, a drama feature film with Selma Blair, and Whisper, a horror feature film with Maya Mitchell, and the Netflix series From Scratch, which made me sob. In addition to being on the big screen, Marta is a sought-after fashion and beauty creator, most recently partnering with Kenzo, Dior, Chopard, Estee Lauder, Fendi, Marc Jacobs, and many more. Her latest endeavors include leading a TED Talk on the business of social media and writing about mental health on Poosh. Oh, and she was just on Vogue. She oh, was, was on the cover of Vogue Mexico. That was cute. She, that was she very was. cute. That's why I love Mexico so much. Marta's been on the cover of a million things. Marta is a freaking go-getter. Okay. You're so sweet. Okay. You wanted to have her on the pod to talk about all those things. And I want so we can do that in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. And then get into the juicy love loss. Well, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Okay, but literally, I've known uh, Marta for over 10 years. True. Marta and I met because we were both signed to Next Models back in the day, and we just became best friends. And like, it's so crazy. Like, you're literally one of my longest friends now. How I wild is that? You. I know. I, I remember crazy. we met doing that. It was like a panel for Clinique. Oh my god. We had to talk about skincare. I forgot about that. And a little bit of mental health. Mm-hmm. And I think we bonded over like not liking our agents, <laughs> <laughs> which is what happens a lot in this town. That sounds right. And. And then Val, no, Val introduced us as well. Somehow, like we all knew, I don't it know, all happened down, at once. But. Our friend Val's here as moral support because she goes everywhere we go. <laughs> <laughs> True, um, but yeah, I think like for me, I know for me, when I lived in LA, it was so hard for me to make friends. Like it really was. Yeah. I didn't have any friends here um, except my bandmate, and um, I, I was just uh, you. You and Val are literally the only friends that I made in LA in the six years that I lived here, like true friends. So. Mm. 
I love you so much. I love and you too. obviously, like I talk, we talk about my mom too. Like we talk about all the time. Like you are such a hustler. You're such a go getter. You're good at everything you try to do, and you're just so impressive <laughs> because I know because oh. I have a front row seat that you do most of it on your own, like 99% of everything. Thank and you. you're just so smart and you're just so good at what you do. So I think the stoners can really learn a lot from you if we want to talk about that. And, and then- I just want to talk about like even more normal things where she like, I remember when, because oh, we would travel together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But then when we would talk about traveling, Marta would be like, oh, yeah, I've been here. And I would like, oh, who'd you go with? And she'd be by, by myself. Like you were, she's so independent (laughs) and truly it it was for me who was never that way Mm -hmm. because Brandy's that way too. And I was just in awe of you guys for like being so independent, being so young. It's crazy. I I thank you so much. I don't see it like that, but I guess I, being an only child also like teaches you that a lot because growing up, it was just me and my conversations with myself. And so I feel like I never like re- like I never had anyone to be like, I'll do this with my brother or my sister. So it was just a lot of like figuring out on my own. And I kind of love that. I yeah. like the challenge of like, OK, how do I do this? How mm-hmm. do I get to that? Like, it just doesn't make me feel like, oh, I can't do it. Like, it makes me like want to do it even more. Yeah, because it's like because I'm the total opposite. I know. And you're an only child. So that's so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But my parents, I feel like you and I've talked about this. My parents were very overprotective Mm. they did not let me do anything without them and like very like controlling and the way you know and all those so I really never had to make a decision for myself ever I I really Mm -hmm. look back and go oh I see why I was so fearful of a lot of things and even now like I will not travel without Brandy because I will be so terrified because I will just be lost the whole entire time and it's like my biggest thing and I feel like you just being in that mindset, you can never really truly be independent per se. Right. And I'm just not. Yeah. And I hate it. You well, can change that. Can you? Yes. Right? You, yeah. You've you gotten can better. change that. You've gotten better. Actually, you have gotten better. Yeah. yeah. She's gotten better. Yeah. For sure. But I feel like it's when I first came to LA, I was 17. That's what like, I wanted you to wow. expand. I want you to tell everybody yeah. like a little bit about your story, like when okay. you came here from Italy, why you came here, how you did it all and like how you got from there to now. Okay. Um, okay. So I grew up in a small town in the north of Italy. Um, boring. Like, just not much to do, really. <laughs> I just was going to school and hanging out with my parents and their friends. So I would hang out with a lot of older people. And I think that's why I became smart. <laughs> I hung no, out truly. With, but, uh, me too. You learn so much more. Yeah. Being I an only did, child, you do that. You do learn so much more. Yeah. And I never did, like, you know, kids things. I would just always like, be reading or, like, thinking about, like, little projects like I was always working in my head even if I didn't have a job and I was 13 I was in high school and I remember thinking I'm not cut for this shit but I wouldn't tell anyone I just like think to myself like I can't I can't live here I need to I need to do something better something bigger and I convinced my mom to book me a trip to LA when I was 17 wow I don't know how I did that. Yeah, how did you do that? But my mom gets distracted a lot, and mm-hmm. I catch her in those moments, and I think it was one of those moments. And somehow I was flying here, and I stayed here for, like, um, a couple months over the summer. I went to UCLA for, like, an exchange program. Wow. And I realized, okay, this is where I need to live. This is where I need to go. And I was obsessed That's with Jared Leto. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> obsessed with Jared Leto. 
And I would research his life like to the T. And, you know, he's a musician, writer, producer, director. I'm like, he lives in L.A. That's where you can do all these things. That's where I need to go. Um, so but then you need a visa. It's like not easy to be like to live here and to work here from like coming from a different country. So I had to go to college in Italy because college is such a big thing in our country. I don't know. I mean, it is here. Too. I mean, it is here, but not really, though. A lot of artists don't have to go to college. Like, no. don't go yeah. to college. In L.A., it's not. But outside of L.A., it's a big it deal. It's a very big deal that you go to college. Which I, that's a whole other subject that I just do not yeah, understand. I don't either. Because I, even the more people that I know that did go, they never have used their They're, what they yeah, went for. Correct. Mm-hmm. Ever. And I just think. It's instead of going to four years of like partying and mm-hmm. kind of going to class and all the things, just getting started and whatever you want to do, just I, do yeah. it. You know, I wish I started earlier. Yeah. Cause now, like, just to mention this movie that I'm working on, it's been a year and a Like, to make a movie, it takes four years. Four mm-hmm. years. So, like, that's why kids start at 10. So, yep. by 20, you probably have done a couple. It's crazy. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm 35 now and I'm like, oh, damn, I wish I started like younger. Yeah. I, I'm happy and I'm grateful, but. Um, so bottom line, I had to go to college. I majored in philosophy. Sounds great, but whatever. Right. And I remember I was interning at Vanity Fair while in college because I was bored and I didn't want to be there. Was it a paid internship or no? Initially it wasn't. And then it turned into a paid internship. Okay. I was working there three days a week and I was writing ghostwriting. So I couldn't use my name for the articles that I was writing. But then they had like a little, I think YouTube started being a thing at that time. And Vanity Fair had a channel and they were reporting live doing fashion week. So I started doing that. They were like, like, you're cute. You should do that. I'm like, I didn't feel like, I always thought I was more smart than cute or pretty or whatever. And it was in Milan where I discovered, oh, I could do so many more things with you know, using my face or whatnot. So I was doing that. And then they offered me a full-time job. But it was paying, it, you know, like working as an editor or like a writer in Italy, it just, in, in Europe, it just doesn't pay much. And again, I was like, no, I need to do more. I need to do better. So I didn't take the job. And um, I went to London. I started an MFA in creative writing that I never finished because I realized I don't need that. Just enough with school. And then I came here and I went to acting school because I needed a visa. So I, that was a way to stay here for like eight months. Wow. And then some somehow after you go to call, you go to school, they give you like a four month, like a work visa, like trial period, whatever, until you figure out if you can get a work visa to stay or if you want to go back home. And then I booked a commercial and the director's wife was Jamie King. I don't know if you guys know. I know Jamie, yeah. And so he was like, you're cool. Like you're really fashionable. You should meet my wife. And I met her. I went, I went to their house and they were doing like game nights and oh, um, she was like I need an assistant like would you like want to work for me and I'm like sure like you know that that was the way to meet people and at that time I was 22 23 mm-hmm. and with their production company that sponsored my visa and then I got signed to next got another visa and then eventually just all started happening mm-hmm. social media like partnerships like fashion campaigns little acting gigs and I'm still fighting to this fucking day I'll, I'll keep fighting I mean, right but, so like it sounds like when you talk about it, it is so overwhelming. And it that's was. why I was like, beside, you know, if this is kind of what you want to do, like, there's no reason to go to college. Like, just come here and no, start doing for it. For real, for real. Because I see, like, you know, even Dom's girls, like, especially Audrey, who wants to be in the business and do all the things, like, it is not easy. It is so hard. But listen, also- okay, girls, It. she just said, it is, I mean, it's it is so, so hard. hard. And I, I feel like, too, like, I just know with Molly, you know, when she was first starting with auditions, I'm like, 
It's also a lot of rejection. It's mm-hmm. very tough. Yeah. It, you have got to be tough. Yeah. Like truly mentally tough. And if you are not, it will just lead to not good things. But also like when you're so young, you just don't know how to even take that. And it's hard it's, to keep going. Yes. Because I would think about my girls and I'd be like, oh, why do they want to do this? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like my heart couldn't take it. All right, stoners, y'all know I got a lot from Tizzle here in the DNA department. Well, that includes thinning hair. Thank you so much, mother. Uh, I know. I've literally dealt with thinning hair my entire life. Same. And one of the biggest things that I noticed is once I started having kids, Mm. there was so much shedding of hair. It made me absolutely crazy. So when I heard about Nutrafol, I was so excited. Totally. So if you guys aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I have personally been taking Nutrafol for years now. I'm a big, big fan of it. And I think it's so important to address the root causes with the supplement so that you're really targeting, you know, the cause that's in like within instead of treating it purely from the outside with hair products. And for us older ladies, one of the biggest causes of thinning is menopause. Their supplements support healthy hair growth from within by targeting root causes of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve through a woman's life. Yep. They have a few different supplement options. So if you're not sure which one's right for you, you can take their hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. In the tough moments, what kept you going? Like what tips would you get? Like what was it that helped you push through? You know what I would do? I call so my aunts are my everything. They're like my mom's sisters are like my actual parents. They like taught me everything I know. And they were like, Is that this is what you wanna do? You're gonna do it. No matter what, we're gonna support you. But not like really financially. Like they did in, in some, you know, some tough times, but they were also like you're going to do it. So I just call them and like just hearing their voice just would make me feel better. That encouragement. Yeah. So like that. And um, just keep working. I feel like some yeah. days where I felt like I didn't want to work, mm-hmm. they were like, just do something. So you feel like you're like moving forward and you'll, you'll, you won't think about feeling bad because you keep working. So like, yeah. just like try to like keep going, you know, but I used to cry a lot when I, when I, cause I had to get my visa and then my green card. And it was just like, I didn't know if I was going to stay and this and that. And now I'm on a five year green card and I can get a citizenship next year, which is great. But I remember like, it was not easy, yeah. but it's so crazy. Cause I started booking more and more when I turned 28. So you'd think the younger, really? the better. Yes. That's interesting. That is. Interesting. It was harder when I was younger for me. Huh. And I don't know why. 
I think my do you look, think my, you're my, more confident now and like subconsciously like that's just what's it must be that right that breaking through yeah because I always worry about getting old and I don't want to like you know age or look different but it's only gotten better I have oh, to say I think that so for sure you have more character it's so much you, better it, it, one million percent. so much more fun you enjoy things way more right totally yeah yes and now I and, really enjoy yep, it more. And you appreciate it more and everything. And you understand it more. Yep. It just, it all makes more sense. Totally. Yeah. The challenges are still there and it's still really hard, but you approach it with a different like attitude. I feel like it's, it's just like not as bad. Even like when I tape self-tape now and I don't get it, I'm like, oh, whatever, you know, it's exactly. like, yeah. it doesn't even like, you know, face Well, I me. feel like when we're young, like even, even twenties young, mm-hmm. everything kind of feels like the end of the world if it doesn't Truly. work out. Totally. And for me, like the older I get, I just, I'm not so desperate for things to yeah. happen or work out the way I want them yeah. to. It's kind of like, well, if it doesn't, I'm fine, you know? And sometimes I think when you're not so desperate for things Absolutely. is when they start they happening for you. For real, yeah. Right. But I remember, I think, this is like a silly thing. Like You know the brand Spinelli? They make yeah. like really beautiful rings. I was always like, I want to get gifted by them. I love that brand. And I wrote it down and it just wouldn't happen. And five years later, they reach out and they gift me a ring. And I'm like, and I notice like things do happen. Whenever I want something badly, within four years, there I have it. Oh, that I, is so I, crazy. I was just it's so Brandy, funny. I would do that, Think and Grow Rich. And <laughs> it and Think and Grow Rich, they, they, they explain why. It's been around forever. It's a book. book. Have you read yeah. it? No, I haven't read it. It's incredible. And at first I was like, I hate that you have to, because it, it makes you write down what you want in life financially too. Mm-hmm. Like in the next however many years, you write down how much money do you want to have. Yeah. And at first I was like, oh, that's so soulless or whatever, but it explains mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. And And honestly, it is just the best like motivator, but it is all about manifesting truly that's truly what it is writing things down 10 times a day or saying them out loud 10 times a day and i mean it honestly does i really feel like we can speak things into existence not truly like i was 13 and i wanted to come to la yep and then i'm 20 well that took a little longer but But i I did it good point is like i think sometimes when we think about manifesting we think it should be like an immediate oh no thing but that's interesting to think like you got to you got to be patient. And in like mm-hmm. four to however many years, like that's when things start happening. Yeah. That's like a really interesting outlook on that. But it's so great that you can think of something and then it'll happen. Like, you know, how many times I thought like I want to get that job, you know, like anything totally. like, yeah, it's apply. You can apply it to like different things. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a power. No, it totally. Is. But I think it only works when you ask for it in a very like peaceful state. Because yeah. there's times where you're so angry and you want things so badly and it's like, and it just doesn't feel right. It's too desperate. I'm telling you. There's something yeah. about that desperation. So maybe that's why after 28, things started making more sense because yeah. I wasn't so attached to yes. the things I wanted. Yeah, exactly. I think so. Look at us all deep. I know. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> All deep. I like being deep. Yeah, it's good. It's good. It is good. It's yeah. so funny. Well, okay, I, before we move on from the seriousness of all this, I want you to talk a little bit about your acting class. <sighs> um, because I think like a lot of people, whether you're trying to pursue a career in acting or just something else, mm-hmm. about, people go to acting school for different reasons. Yeah. It's like not always because they're truly pursuing yeah. an acting career. True. Um, but I would love for you to tell the stoners like a little bit about your class and kind of like what you get out of it and why it's important to go, especially if you do want to be an actor. Yeah. 
So first of all, I've taken many acting classes and I have PTSD from that because there's so many like <sighs> weird people that go and the energy you breathe through being around these people is not always good. So I hadn't taken one in like a few years. And my dear friend Gustavo introduced me to this incredible guy who became my teacher. He's also a really incredible director. He, I got connected to him because he wanted like help and guidance with funding his movie because I just helped finance another movie. So that's how I met him. And we started talking about his movie and whatnot. And then a month later, he goes, I'm also teaching a class. I feel like since we're going to start working together, you should take it and see if you like it. And I was like, oh, here we go again. I, I didn't want to do it. I just didn't really... I wasn't positive about it. And then I was like, I have to do it because I just have to do it. And it changed me. Like, truly, I talked to my therapist about it. I don't know what it is about him, but just some, like, he's he's so deep and so, like, grounded. So every class, so we we go to class from 7 to 11 p.m. So it's a night class, and it's here in Burbank and near us. Um, and... We do we meditate for the first hour, but it's we lay on the floor like it's like 25 students every time, I think. But it's all working actors. So it was people that already had like, you know, jobs or like were like working in TV and whatnot. And so it's good to like work with people that have a little bit of experience, totally. although I'm sure there's different levels or and you have to be invited. Well, specifically to that class, but I'm sure that there's different, you know, um, situations or different classes. But um. So we meditate and literally like he'll make you like leave the room and just like go into a different dimension where like you were a kid. Like he'd be like, OK, like open your like we're closing our eyes and like he'll be like, OK, now where where are you? Like who's in the room? Like wh what are they saying? What do you feel? And I always like think of my childhood and be like in my bedroom or like in my in, in the kitchen in the house that I grew up in. And it's like you like really like leave your body. And then he'll make you like go face the beast. He calls it the beast, which is like our angry parts or like mean thoughts or whatever that he wants us to use for the characters. And so he'll make you go like enter a cave and like keep walking and walking and walking. And then he'll be like, OK, now you see the beast. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Is it talking to you? And it's like this weird thing where like you don't think if, if you were telling me that now, I couldn't think of a beast. But when you're in the moment, you see it and it looks different for everyone. And then you'll wake up and you'll have to pick a random student in the class and talk to them about your beast and be like, what hurts you the most when you think about it? Or like, what would what what? What do you wish for them like that? You know, what, what do you think should have gone different or whatnot? And you're crying about the deepest things that happened to you in your life to a random stranger. And it's life changing. That's cool. I bet it is. And I just was crying for the whole fucking class, the whole month. I just it was very deep and emotional for me. And then after that, we go into our scenes. And so you will get assigned like scene partners and we'll do like plays, like parts of, you know, scenes from like different theater plays and. Um, we did a little showcase. Val came actually. Um, but it was just like it was like therapy. It was crazy. That's so cool. Um, and I I miss it. But you can't keep taking it. He only does it twice a year. There's other classes, but I I don't think you're meant to take it like every every other every month, I think. Yeah, Dom's son, he goes to class like uh -huh. that. And he says the same thing. Like, he loved it. And I feel like it's, I mean, he's thriving. 
in it. It's amazing. Has met so many amazing people and connections. And I think that's so important too. Truly. And to me, it's just about, like I said, like moving forward, like doing something that's going toward your goal constantly. I say fake it till you make it. Seriously. Well, also that. And then when you make it, you're still faking it. You just keep faking For real. it. That's just it. Yeah. Yeah. No, truly. that's true. I always feel that, that way. That is true. Yeah. I also, I just really think like imposter syndrome or whatever. No one ever knows what they're doing. I think everyone feels that way. Like no matter how you pro think? you are at something, I think everyone always probably feels like I'm not really qualified to be here or whatever. Isn't that crazy? It's interesting. I, I think I just, um, I was watching this interview with Margot Robbie where she was talking about that and how she never felt like she belonged to Hollywood because she's from Australia. I saw mm-hmm. that too. And she was like, it took me like a few movies to be like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm good here. I'm meant to be here. I'm a, I belong here. And I'm, and she's, she's done so many amazing things as a producer and an actor. But to, to hear that from her was I like, know. wow. Yeah, right? was, I saw the same thing. I yeah. was like, so everyone feels that way. True, everyone yeah. feels that way. I know. So you just gotta fake it. I tell you, yeah. make it. <laughs> it's all about confidence. Truly, you're right about totally. that. Totally. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we do some DRMTs to liven the mood? I for would you? love that. I feel like the deer, the deer MTs are going to spark another fun conversation towards the end. So, so let's see what we got here. Do you want to explain to Marta what the deer MTs are, Mother? I think they're self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the stoners call in to ask Tish for her advice. 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 Okay. My advice. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, that I know. Good. Hello, Tish and Brandy. I love you girls. Love the pod. So I'm 60 years old, and I'm getting married next year. Never too late, right, Tish? And I thought I'd ask you, ladies, because you travel a bit, What we, we know we want to go to Hawaii, and this will be in June. So which island to go to? We've both been to Maui. We love Maui. We might want to try something different. Sandy beaches are kind of important to me just because I like to be at the beach. Um and that's why we like Maui. But thought you girls might have some ideas. It's just going to be the two of us because it will be our honeymoon. And I just really like to know from you what you think. North Shore on the main island, question mark? Or not the main island, but Honolulu? Just give me your advice if you can. And I'm not stoned, but I will be later. Love you girls. Bye. She's cute. I love her. She does not sound 60. She sounds so young. So young. Like, did she mean 16? I don't know, but she's throbbing. (laughs) She's cute. Okay, so. You want to give her the tea on Hawaii? Of course, I'm going to say Kauai because I love it so much. It's amazing. But I will say. It's like not like Maui where there's a lot of like upscale shopping and things to do. And it is like you are going to chill Mm -hmm. out. And there's only like a couple like really high end restaurants, ones in the one hotel. But it's amazing, but absolutely outrageous. But on the most it's the most beautiful view I've ever seen at the one. It's it's the view. I've never seen any view like this ever. Yeah. It's it was, in Hanalei Bay. It's so nice. It's gorgeous. But Hanalei Bay and Kauai are just like, uh, for me, it's absolute paradise. Yeah. And there are pockets of nice beaches. They're there just are. chill. 
Yeah. There are, there are definitely some sandy beaches, but mm-hmm. there are also some other beaches are more rocky. Yeah, they are. But yeah. I think you can do both. Me too. And it's, the it is just absolutely stunning. It is nice. It's my favorite place. I know. But I will say, one of my friends, Mason Barnes. Mason Barnes. Mason. Love Mason. Love. Okay, speaking of, we love Mason. We love him. Have you, did you all just see his last Instagram post, The Wave? Yeah, I did, actually, this morning. I'm like, it's insane. insane. Like, how? Insane. I don't know. You know who what? we are going to have Mason on? That would be so would be, good. Yes, we have, have to have Mason on. Shy little you Mason. Have, he's going to not love Mason. Mason. Oh, we so have good. to. You talk about people that, like, like talking mind over matter, uh-huh. things like his Mason. But anyway, Mason, um, they ha- used to have a house, or still do probably, on the North Shore. Mm-hmm. And the pictures he posts from there are absolutely stunning. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, and like huge surfing. I did hear that it's a very local kind of thing. They don't like welcome a lot of outside surfers, right. but mm-hmm. it looks incredible. Yeah. So I think either well, if you want can other you things, island hop. You should island hop. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, I've why never just been. I want to go so bad. Oahu is the, like, Waikiki, right? And Oahu, it's, like, one of the bigger. And it's definitely more, like, very commercial. Like, you I, can I go to McDonald's. So. Right. You know, but the north shore of Oahu is supposed to be gorgeous. Okay. Cute. Yeah. Love that. I'm so glad I could answer that question. Well, she was so cute. That is great, I love, love, yeah. love Hawaii. I know you do. So amazing. We got to take Marta this next yeah. year. Yeah, I have to come. Uh, have, have you been? been? No, I've never been. So it's, it's so gorgeous. I, I want to go. Very, yeah. You would love it because we're very chilled and laid back. And that's what it is. Yeah, I want to go. It's nice. Ready for the next one? Even if we're not nature girls, even yeah. though everybody else is no, doing we, nature. Yeah. No, but we, you know, I, no, I am a nature girl. I just can't do the crazy, the crazy things that they may, they try to make me do. That. Okay, it wasn't that crazy. <laughs> no, oh, I yeah. just don't. I'm, not bra- I'm brave with different things. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like more mental, mental. Yeah, Marta, you know? Marta was not down with the zip. The lining zip lining is not. These for are not me. my things. Yeah, <laughs> see, so she gets no. it. No, yeah, no. I'm like, I'll just be sitting over here waiting on y'all, That's chilling out. That's my vibe. That's my it. vibe. That's what I did, and, <laughs> and happy about it. Yeah, I was happy about. Yeah, it. you know what I mean. Sure. I'm like, you guys just go do you, and I'm gonna sit over here and do me. Yeah, and it's great. It's her favorite phrase because it's... I hate when my people travel people try to like force you to do something. Yeah. That does not I feel for me. Yeah, I know. Like, come on, you're no, 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 come on. And I'm like, but I really like have no interest. Was that that does not bring me joy? Same. But sitting over here alone <laughs> makes me so much joy. Smoking a joint, <laughs> perfect. Like, I, I'm happy as happy can be. Uh huh. Yeah. Love that for you. Yes. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Hi. So I have a question about myself and relationships. I am told that I am way too picky. I'm 26. I've only dated one person. And I like to think that that one person I dated was a pretty freaking good pick. But everyone around me says that I'm a prude and that I'm picky and that I'm never going to get married because I have way too high of expectations. I like to think that I am I'd like to say more catch. Um, patient with who I pick. But anyway... Mama T, I need your opinion because I know you freaking get at Brandy for not dating. And Brandy, is it okay to be picky? Or like, I'm afraid that because I'm so picky, I'm never going to end up with anyone. So I really don't know. God, this is All my coworkers one. think I'm crazy because I won't go out with anyone who's interested in me. But everyone gives me the ick. 
and I'm not gay, so I don't know. Maybe I'm just picky. That's a brand okay, new question. Bye. Love you. Sorry, I'm so stoned. <laughs> I freaking love her. Love her too. Okay, it makes me feel better actually knowing that a 26 year old also. She's feels so this way. young. She just shouldn't worry about. Being she shouldn't. Young. But like, part of me feels like. But I guess I don't know. I always think like I feel this way. Like everyone gives me the ick because I'm older, and like I just everybody gives me the ick. But at least she's like 26 and feels that way. She shouldn't worry about not, not getting married or any of that stuff. No, I she know. Should, if, if she's picky, she can be picky. And exactly. I think so. Okay. And here's the thing. She's like everybody says. If everybody would just mind their own damn business. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. I True. mean, for real. Like, if I want your opinion, which I don't, I'll ask for I'll it. I'll ask for it, yeah. But if I really do, I'll ask for it. But don't be giving me yeah. your opinion. True. Like, I've, like, I got it. Yeah. And that's the thing is, like, when I say, you do you, I'll do me. You guys, you want to be picky? Be picky. Or if she wants to. Like, just do yourself. Yeah. And it. it's just like, ugh. it makes me feel sad when girls feel like, oh, I'm never going to find me someone. too. It's like, is that the end goal? It's not. Also, you will. You yeah. know, it's like it doesn't, it, you if will it doesn't if you feel right. To. It doesn't feel right. Yeah. yeah. You know. But also, yeah, I mean, like, if even if she doesn't want to, like yeah. you said, like, yeah. if, if that's She your sounds own... like she's doing great. Yeah, she does. Right? She sounds like that's she's got it. Yeah. Like, she does. She's happy she and, does. like, doing great. So to me, it I, sounds, I was like, she's thriving. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So yeah. she just needs to let her people know that she's good and to leave her alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because here's my thing. It's such a catch-22 because I'm also picky and I don't want to waste my time on, like, stupid shits. Like, I just don't. But there is, like, a fine line of, like, you kind of have to go out with people to know what you don't like to find what you do like. So it's, like, a hard... I agree It's a tough one because you can't just go out with nobody and expect somebody awesome to just, like, be plopped on your doorstep. Like, I do think you have to put yourself out there. True. You know? And it's, like, if... And sometimes I feel like if I didn't go on some of the horrible dates, then the good ones wouldn't seem so great. Mm. So, like, uh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> I, I did a lot of going out. Marta I, go, Marta's been out with a lot of guys. I, yeah. And so, like, do you think that helped you in the long run to know what you like and what you don't? No, for sure. Or do you feel like you wasted a lot of your time? I feel like I, I could have collected a little less, like, shit stories. But, uh, oh, well. Um, no, it did help, for sure. Because I... I don't put up with some of that shit anymore now. Yeah. So it, it taught me a lot. Uh-huh. But when you're in it, you don't see it. You only realize it later when you're like done with it or, right. you know, moved on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to go out just for fun sometimes just to be like, you know what? Let's see what they have to say. Like, just like people sometimes fascinate me and I just yeah. want to like hear their fucking shit, even if it's dumb. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I learned just from that. Almost totally. like a like a like a study. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I, I do think going out is good, but not like force yourself. You're not feeling it. I never, I never did that. No. And I also think like going on dates and dating somebody are two totally different Very different. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, I think you can go out on as many dates as you can. I think that's a good thing to do. Yeah. But to actually like commit yourself to a relationship is a whole nother thing. And that you should be picky about. For sure. That's what I think. It seems like that's what she's talking about. Well, no, she's talking about being picky about even going to dates, right? Yeah. yeah. Which is fair. It That's is, still- yeah. I mean, I feel like I need to be, like, probably talking to myself here a little bit, but it's, like, I think sometimes you have to like take take a little bit of a risk sometimes. It's yeah. somebody that's not really your type. Maybe give them a chance. It's also or like fun whatever. to not know if it's gonna go well for me. Yeah, like I like the idea of like 
<laughs> no, it's not fun to not like to right. But like, there's something like, ooh, let's see. You know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, a little bit of a cha- again, like a little a bit challenge. of a challenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw on TikTok. This is where I get all my information these days. <laughs> um, I saw on TikTok that so many girls are saying yes to dates and going on dates just to get free dinner. <laughs> that guys are going to stop taking girls to dinner. I would never on do first that. But yeah. I believe that girls do that. Isn't that hilarious? That's, I mean, really? Yeah. That's yeah. not, that <laughs> not nice. It's so <laughs> silly. I That's think it's nice. hilarious. <laughs> no, yeah. I think it's terrible. Yeah. Not it's even good. for the God, just it sounds miserable. What? Well, you don't like going to dinner or talking to people. So, like, uh, yeah, it sounds miserable <laughs> to you. <laughs> That's exactly what Jeez. I was thinking. But, what did you and Dom do on your first date, though? You went out to bar that bar, right? We did not sit and eat <laughs> at <laughs> all. Uh, you, you guys sh- don't eat and neither do you. I, know. Yeah, we I, show, go I showed up yeah. and like we had a little drink and then then we really just made out. <laughs> yeah. It's not Sounds right. right to me. It's not right. <laughs> how, how was your first day with your man? Um, you know, I don't think I had a first date. <laughs> what do you mean? I I don't like first dates. I mean, I don't who does? I'll just like like someone and start just being in their life you like just dive already. in I'm but i don't want to be taken way. out to then pick you up this and no. that hell oh no it gives me so much anxiety okay so i think we were at a that would give me so much so anxiety. much anxiety yeah it's not for me I, it's like getting ready for what no come and pick me up to take me to dinner that is just not <laughs> happening i don't do that see so what would you want what would you want instead Oh, at me and Dom met okay, at Pickwick's. Not like, you. At a freaking, what is that, an Irish pub. Okay. And it was so chill. We, like, there was darts. Like, it was so freaking cool. And then we were just together. Okay. Yeah. Well, I met him at this dinner that his brother put together. Okay. And I said, uh, just come over. <laughs> <laughs> and I asked his friend, is it okay if I make out? <laughs> and he said, yeah. I said, yeah, go for it. And so we just started like that. So then we went out after that. We went like to dinner or whatever. But it was never like, I'm going to take you out tonight to see if we're going to date. But some girls need that. Want that, require that. I do think some people want that. Oh, for sure. It's more formal approach. But I don't really think you get to know people better that way. And it's like, it stresses me out. It just feels fake. Yeah. I get that. And we're going to go be on our perfect little behavior and talk right? about all the, like, no, And then no, what no. if I don't like him? What do I do? Is exactly. he going to take me home? Am I going to have to kiss him and this and that? Totally. Like, no, not for me. Okay. I've never been like that. Yeah. I think I've been on dates, but never, like, I never enjoyed them. No. Mm-hmm. That's why I stopped going on dates like right. that. But. Interesting. What about you, Brandy? I don't really go on a lot of dates mm. either. Would you like to be taken out, though? <sighs> You I, I do kind of like yeah. it. Here's the thing, though, that I will say is a point, a good point you made. Mm-hmm. For me, going on a first date, the anticipation or whatever of like, are we going to kiss or make out? Mm-hmm. At the end of it, it's like, if you don't make a move on the first date, then your chances are just done for me. Oh, really? Like, if there's not a vibe on date one, I don't know that you I, I can't backtrack. Like, if you, if I go on a mm-hmm. first date and you leave and there's no physical anything, and there's no vibe, like, y- your shot's over. So, like, there has okay. to be a vibe on day one. Yeah, so, if the sure. guy isn't, like, game enough to, like, make a move, I they, could see that on day too. one, I'm just over it. So, he'll have to make the move. But it is, like, 
the sit down dinner and are then the end of the night okay, anticipation so are of it. You going to make it clear in the beginning that you're into it? Probably not, because oh. you know me. Uh, but well, but here's here's why I think what that's you that's your mistake. Yeah, but what am I supposed to do? Like, yeah, my legs and be like, let's fucking go. Dominic Purcell will tell it to anybody. He said, talks about it all the time. Never met, walked in, and I was just like, hey, Dom. And I, he, he um, like, and I just touched his arm. I like, cannot. Hey, Dom. Just gave it a little, I am not here for business. Like, oh, my I, God. <laughs> even though the, the ask out was like, let's talk about content for TV or whatever. I was not dressed to be doing business. I'm sure you were. And I just walked in and gave him a touch just to let him know what this was. Uh-huh. I'm dead. And it was all over after that. Okay, but you're saying yours wasn't a typical date, though. No, but I, if he would, like, if I would have done that and he would have made no move, uh-huh. I would have never That's gone what I'm out saying. with him again. So, like, mm. in the instance of, like, the reason I, I feel like the sit-down dinner typical date isn't, it doesn't, it's not... It doesn't like breed that, right? Like it's not like it's a bad scenario for that yeah. in general. I agree. And that's it's, why we're saying we don't like those days. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because it makes everything so stuffy and yes, not because natural. Because it makes it more intimidating. There's nothing yeah. natural for this like buildup yeah. of like the end of the night or whatever. Yeah. Exactly. So, and who yeah. says the guy has to do all these moves? It can be mutual. Exactly. It can be like I'm a it little can, bit but of. A, I'm not making the first move. That's just my personality. Yeah, I I'm will just make the first move. I'm not making the first move. I will. I will. Yeah. That's shocking. It's the man I, of me. I know, but you know what? I just did it. And it <laughs> she knew what she wanted. I did. Yeah. I knew. Uh-huh. Like, I'm like that too. Because I'm just like, don't, like most people, like we said, just give me the X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I knew like he was the one if I was ever going to have the one. And so I'm like, you don't got to live for it. Right. Yeah. If I'm, I'm like going to go too. here, I'm going here. You are so crazy. That's great. I cannot. Yeah. I said the moment she touched my arm, there was this electricity uh-huh. and I knew I left her. Ew. God, I, so I believe good. it. It's true. <laughs> I believe That's it. That's what I was saying about we talked about um like how you know somebody's dated someone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just that you know, there's just this yeah, feeling. Do you know that Mateo just like last week told me that he knew he was gonna date me? Like a year like before. What, like day before he you said met I, you? How see, did you know he that? manifested it? How did he know who you were though through yeah, Marco? Through Marco. And one time he texted Marco something and Marco was like do you want me to text her for you? Like, should I text her? Like, no, 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 not yet. And that was months before I met him. Interesting. So, like, he manifested me. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I believe in that. I do, too. Because when I met him, I was like, oh. Like, it felt familiar, you know? Yep. I mean, Mom, how many times have I been like, I'm going to date so-and-so, and then I, I freaking have. Yep. Like, yeah, you just know. Yeah. I'll like pick them out of a freaking that one, that one. Yeah. And, and what do you, what, how do you feel now about it? Well, it hasn't worked out yet. It hasn't but worked I, out yet. It is possible to, to do it. No, for sure. It's for possible sure. to We've get the date. We've all done it. It's yeah. possible to get the date. We've yeah, all done for that. Sure. Yeah. For sure. That's too funny. Um, can we discuss the age difference in your relationship oh really gosh. quick? I love it. <laughs> Wait. No, I think this is important. <clears throat> well, if you're willing to talk about it. Sure. Okay. Okay. Can I just say before she talks about it? I'm scared. We. I'm just. I'm obsessed. <laughs> Have you not seen like Sienna Miller? Just I, you know, if you met. Didn't I just show this to Mateo the other day? And he was like, "What is this?" It is and I'm like, hottest. "She's ten years older. She's Look, so she's freaking perfect. hot, and he is so freaking cute." And, and they're hot. having a baby. And, and they're having that. a baby, and there's like a sixteen year age difference. Sixteen. They, wow. Well, at fourteen to sixteen. No, I think it's ten or fourteen. Oh, oh more, I don't know. More. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like. 
No, they're great. It's together. amazing to get. They're amazing together. I was just looking at that. It's on Vogue. Yeah. On Vogue or something. And I just showed it to Mateo. He was like, who is this? And I'm like, it's Sienna Miller or whatever. Dude, I'm obsessed <laughs> I with. I really feel like, and I, tell me if I'm wrong. I mm. feel like he doesn't even think about your guys' age difference. I think about it. No, but I don't think he, he doesn't. Does. Yeah. He told me he doesn't. I don't think he does. And truly. He told, okay. Like, what is the age difference? Oh, ten years. Ten years. Okay. That's what I, I thought. My parents, first of all, here met, we freaking go. Get on my soapbox. They met on a Monday. They got married on a Friday. They were together. It was literally 30 years and my dad passed uh, away. And they were 13-year age difference. She was old. Your mom was. My dad, no, was, your dad older, was older. But it's still like a, yeah. the age difference. I don't think it matters. I, I, it doesn't matter to Dom's me. younger than me, too. Yeah. Not that much. That, not that much. Three years. Three years That's ain't nothing. nothing. No, but 10 is like a lot more. But he doesn't think about it. No, I know. Because I, I guess I look young. Whatever. But I think about it because I worry that maybe he'll miss out on things because mm-hmm. he's dating me. And I'm like a, an adult. What's he missing out on, though? Bullshit, right? But maybe that's the bullshit you need to be doing at 25. But, but if he doesn't want, like, is he wouldn't be doing that even without no. you. Yeah, I agree. But it's just in the back of my head. I'm like, I can oh. see that. You know? Mm-hmm. So uh-huh. that's the only worry, like, about the, the age gap. That's really, like, he doesn't care about it. Mm-hmm. And he told me, like, none of his brothers or friends ever bring it up they don't even know how old i am yeah i mean i will i'll tell them if they ask me but i it's just more like i worry about it because i I want him to do whatever he needs to do Mm -hmm. and he's doing it and he'll do it but i just yeah i don't know i just hope it'll i hope he's he's not missing out on things because of me i don't think he is but that's no. just, you know what I'm saying? You have um, a pretty exciting life, too. Yeah, exactly. I do. I mean, you guys, I mean, <laughs> we do a lot. He's yeah. not living some boring no, life. he's not. Life at, because he's dating someone older. He is living it. That's, that's, I, yeah. that's it. I think, yeah. He's yeah. living loving it. No, he loves it. Yes. He's loving it. He loves the dogs and, like, yes. he loves, and he loves my friend. He's, yep. he's great. Mm-hmm. He's so great. He's so great. I love him. I love him, too. He's so cute. I know. <laughs> he spent Thanksgiving with us, How which was amazing. How did you guys say the L word? I told him. Pretty pretty quick? Yeah, you know me. Said I look. I, I even said it wrong. I had to say it twice. Like I went like that. And then I told him, I love you. And he goes, oh. and I'm like, oh, f-. he didn't say it back. He but that, didn't? Not right away. And did that freak you out? No, I was like, yeah, I knew it was. That t- would freak Because he's me very out. formal. He's more like. Not formal, but like more proper than I am. Uh-huh. Like a rock and roll, whatever, That's whatever. Me. Yeah. And he's more like, if I'll say it, it's because I, like, I really am so committed. And I'm like, I mean, I'm committed, but I'm also gonna say when I feel like saying yeah. it. Yeah. I think he said it like a couple of weeks after that, so it's fine. Did you tell me he's an Aquarius? No, he's a Leo. We're They're born both the same Leos. day. They have the same birthday. That well, is amazing. What are the but odds? I used to date a lot of Aquarius men actually, and huh. it never worked out. And I never what did, are you? dated a Leo. 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 What is that? It's very like very emotional. V- well, very like, leader, like very loyal, self-centered. Mm-hmm. Um, very like me, mm-hmm. me, me. Mm-hmm. Bold, whatever. Like live large, whatever. Which I guess, yeah. yeah you're like yeah, <laughs> but he's more like laid back than than yeah, I am. He is he's much just more, more private back. and quiet. But I can see, I can see the me, me, me though. Yeah. It's just more understated. Different. With him. Different you know? that me, I'm more, more like performance, me, me, me. Yes. He's more like attention, me, me, me. Yes. You know? I'm yes. more like, look at, yeah, it's it's a little different. But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
But no, he's interesting. Great. Mm-hmm. I think he's the best guy I've ever dated since I came to I LA. Agree with that. Literally. Wow. Which is crazy. Yeah. So, yeah. But the age, so, so bottom line, the age difference doesn't yeah, really I don't like, think it know. matters. No. I was like, I just love seeing Sienna. I know, me too. I on did. the cover. Yeah. How and old is she? 44. 44. And she's having a baby. Yeah. And he's 32. 2, 31. Yeah. Something. Yeah. There's a big so he's difference. in his, in his 30s and she's in her 40s. Yeah. And that's a time when it's a pretty big difference, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, still kind of is. I, than, I feel like 20, than... 20, 20s is just so young. Yeah. That's my I thing. I know, yeah. 20s is young. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, your sister knows too. Oh, yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah. But a lot of girls that I know actually are dating young girls. No, I know. It's that's a why thing. I brought it up because it it's is really kind of a thing. thing. Yeah. It is kind of a thing right now. Yeah. And, the, and like, for so, whatever the reason is, I have so many girlfriends in their 30s, too, that are single. And it's like, for some reason, the the pool of available men are all in their 20s. So, you know, what it is for me is that I think younger men respect you more. A man in their 40s are such <laughs> dickheads, um, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I can see that for sure. they're just done with their, you know, stupid, like, club life or whatever but not yet and they just want a girl to get her pregnant it's this Ugh. energy of like i want to have a baby let's find someone to marry like real quick oh, I can and it's like that. i'm not about that energy and a lot of girls turn into that too in their 30s i'm oh, not like that either one million percent but so younger guys are just more just normal about it from my experience mm-hmm. at least interesting i say do whatever floats your boat here she <laughs> I'm putting that on your freaking gravestone. You do you and I'll do me and you exactly. do both your freaking boat. That is literally going on your gravestone. Uh, Marta, we have a segment on this show called Cannabis Confessions. Okay. <laughs> uh, basically, we like to ask people about the first time they got high or drunk if you've never smoked. Okay. And if you have any funny stories you can share about when you were stoned. So actually. Or wasted. With my current boyfriend, I I think this was like back in April or May. So we were just dating for like about a month. And I was so happy one day. I'm like, like, just so happy with him and just in the moment. And I remember I had edibles in my kitchen counter. I'm like, let's just take one. And I don't ever do this. I don't really smoke. I don't. I felt like I had to show off and be like, show him that I could take it and just do drugs. or <laughs> And we were in bed and I like stood up to go to the bathroom. I literally like felt like I was melting <laughs> down to the floor. I felt like I was peeing myself and I wasn't. I felt like I was just faint. I just <laughs> felt terrifying. all the feelings, all the things. And I was like, he's going to break up with me because this is awful. <laughs> he's going to call his, he's calling his brother right now. He's telling him how terrible I am. I, I had the worst thoughts going through my head. No. And I was like. Do you hate me? Do you, I don't know. I don't know who you. I, I don't know if I know you. I don't know if I know. I can't. I, I didn't recognize him anymore. Was he equally as fucked up? Yeah, but he, he was handling it pretty well. I just couldn't <laughs> keep it together. That is the worst. I felt so bad. That I do not do edibles for that very reason. <sighs> Ever. I because every time I've done them, I felt like that too. I felt so bad, I, and I felt bad for him. I was so worried about it. But he him. was probably like messed up enough that he he didn't he didn't even know. No, really... he saw everything. And <laughs> honestly, because I don't know that most people get messed up from them. He said he was feeling it at some point, but mm-hmm. I was like not in my body. Yeah. I was just out of it. We had to take a walk in my neighborhood to like get some fresh air. And that didn't help. <laughs> and then eventually he started doing this to my chest and I calmed down because my heart was racing. 
I have palpitations. That so is it was long, so yeah. bad. One time she accidentally took an edible and tried to make us call the police in the middle of the night. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to not one one. <laughs> like I thought I was dying. I thought he was calling the ambulance. And I, I, like, I wanted call- them yeah. to or to yeah. take me yeah, to a hospital and they that. wouldn't. How Thank do people God. enjoy them? I don't know. It's crazy. I've already did too much. It I just, just took don't a whole do one. that. That's why like smoking is the way to go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't smoke. I should start. He does. He loves it. Have you ever? Not really. Not really. It just doesn't. I don't feel much. Yeah. I feel like. Or I don't That's do kind of how I feel. Mm-hmm. But the edibles. I'll never don't get, get it again. <laughs> but so the day, the morning after I thought, okay, he's, he's just definitely over. Like he doesn't want to see me anymore. I thought that was it. And I was like, I fucked it all up. And he was fine. And then it was fine. <laughs> I know. Should we play Truth or Toke with Marta real quick before the end of the episode? Sure. So we have a segment. Which token means drink, too. We have a segment called Truth or Toke. Okay. Where we ask a question and you can either answer it or you can take a drag of marijuana or take a drink. Okay. And so when you take a drink, it's because you don't want to answer. Yeah. Yes. Or you can just drink anyway because it's fun. Okay. <laughs> or you can just Oh, gosh. Do that oh, are we doing the speed one? Well, I'm only going to do a couple of those questions. <laughs> Because I was I was gonna steal some from our last um the last thing we just did. Here we go. If you could burn one thing from your boyfriend's closet, what would it be? It's pretty good style. There's That's gotta be one thing. one thing. Um oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he used to love Versace at some point, which I love it for <laughs> girls, but he's got all these like really tacky underwear, like a just oh, like no. Boxers, whatever, with the logo. I'm dying. I think, I, yeah, those could go. Um, What was your last lie about? <laughs> Are you drinking instead um, of answering? Yeah, I think I want to drink. <laughs> You're not going to tell us anything? Um, Okay, well, this is generic, but I lie to my mom a lot. <laughs> I don't lie to her. I tell her things after they already happened. Because I find comfort in that. Okay. Because I don't like to say things before they happen because she just doesn't do well with that. And it affects me. Mm. So it's like nice lies. She won't listen to this. It's fine. Nice lies. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a terrible lie. Yeah. But just like, are you doing this? No, no, I'm not. But then I am. But maybe like in a month or so. I don't know. And then you tell her after. And then I tell her after. That's way better. Okay. (laughs) All right. What was the most rebellious thing you did as a teenager? Okay, I was dating a kid. I was 14 and he was 17. Ooh. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to tell my parents. And I thought that was pretty bold of me yeah. instead of hiding it. And I said, I'm going to see him. Can you just drop me off? And my mom was like, you're not supposed to be dating anyone, but I'm going to still drop you off. And I thought that was crazy. I'm like, what kind of like parenting is that? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, so my con. I felt like a rebel, but not really a, a rebel because I did what I needed to do and I didn't hide. Which was amazing. So that was Molly. Uh, she would tell you. She would tell me. It's and true. I like that because, like, I always want, didn't want my kids to go behind my back. Yeah. Because at least if I knew they were going to go somewhere and do something they shouldn't, I knew about it. Like, you know what I mean? For safety yeah. purposes. Yeah. Yeah. But that's bold. You, you can a always lot of kids... call me. You can always, yeah. like, I don't care what you did. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to, I love you no matter what. Just call them. Yeah. I'm coming to get you. That's very important. Um, And I just feel like so many kids are afraid to tell. So afraid to tell. And that is not good. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. I was like, I like this kid and I'm yep. going to go see him. Yep. And this is where he lives. And you can drop me off if you want. <laughs> and they did. Yeah. My mom and my dad together. 
they were so mad about it, but yet would do it. Oh, and I totally. thought, I thought I consider you doing something dangerous, like sneaking out of the house and some rando no. or hitchhiking no. to see some guy they get, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. But that's bolder than to hide things. I yeah, I agree. So that was my, that was my shit. Okay. All right. That's why Marta's truly rock and roll. I know she truly is. Yep. It's true. Speaking of rock and roll, uh-huh. who's a better kisser, Timothy Chalamet or Mateo? You guys. I love Mateo. Yay! Timothy Chalamet. I don't I don't know what's happening with him, you guys. He was great on SNL. Oh, I didn't watch it. Oh yeah, it, it was funny. Was Actually, you know, I've I've never really gotten it, but like after I did like him on SNL so much, I need to and watch then it. I was like, oh, oh, oh okay, I. But the get... Willy Wonka, oh yeah, that was not it. No. That's not. It. I, that's not it. I remember this happening. Yeah, but I had to. I googled it this morning just because I wanted to refresh. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and there you gave some snippet in an interview. Did I? Where someone was like asking you, like, was it you that made out with Timothy? They can't, It was and crazy. Your answer was like, I don't know. I can't recognize myself in a video I've never seen. <laughs> I did say that. What a bird. You know, people were crazy. Like, I don't, and they, yeah, whatever. That, that was, was a crazy, good, interesting a time. Response. Did I, I do good? It. Yeah. And I didn't have PR at that time. I just like, <laughs> figured it out myself. You just do it all better yourself. Seriously. Um, yeah. But yeah, he's, yeah, he's interesting. Uh-huh. I liked it for what it was. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Cute. That's a fun story <laughs> to tell the kids. I know. <laughs> I know. JD, when all he'll send me something on Molly and he'll say, I just had to send because it's such a such a fun headline. And that's kind of like a headline for your life, you know? Yeah, totally. uh, yeah. We were just going on a do we go to Greece after that? Yeah. We're yeah. going to Greece after yeah. that. Oh funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was blonde. Yeah, you were. Yeah. And oh, I was Yep. Twenty nine, thirty. So like, you know, from twenty eight on, that's when like things started feeling that's like wild. Yeah. So good. Yeah, so good. Well, Marta, thank you so much for coming on. Sorry, we're stoned. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so for having um, me. Do you want to tell the stoners where they can find you and any, any fun, exciting things you have coming up? Uh, yes. You guys can find me on Instagram and TikTok at Marta Posen. Um, I'm working on a really exciting movie that I'm shooting next year, but it'll come out in 2025. So um, follow me to find out more about that. Again, this is just another thing that she puts her mind to and does I know. it. Oh my gosh, that took so long, but so we're sick. doing it. It's yeah, so amazing. It's gonna be sick. with Paris. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I told you guys. Wow, about it. Yeah. this is just so cool. I'm Blade excited stones for that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, love it. Sickening. Right. Love you guys. We'll see you next week. Yep. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.